Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So I had received a comment. As you know, uh, we've been doing some live streaming lately and some people uh, comment on on the live stream. You get a rumble uh, there. Just search for Tony Katz uh, or or, uh, even on on the YouTubes. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, uh, radio is is my first love. Don't you worry about that, kittens. Uh, and, and, and this comment um, stated uh, that there was a lot of uh, MAGA anger. Let's make America great again. Anger towards Nikki Haley for staying in the race. And this guy uh, gives some reasons, which uh, I, I've already kind of dismissed. And then he says she, meaning Nikki Haley, is putting more of his, meaning Donald Trump's, cognitive decline on display. I'm telling you right now that I will not listen to anyone talk about cognitive issues if you're not going to talk about Joe Biden. If you're unwilling to know that that man is not okay, you're not a serious person, I will not be a part of it. Now, everybody wants to talk about cognitive this and cognitive that and aptitude tests. Nikki Haley, last night after losing in New Hampshire, she's like, yeah, let's do this. Trump, you have one bout of chaos after another. This court case, that controversy, this tweet, that senior moment. You can't fix Joe Biden's chaos with Republican chaos. The other day, Donald Trump accused me of not providing security at the Capitol on January 6th. Now, I've long called for mental competency tests for politicians over the age of 75. Trump claims he'd do better than me in one of those tests. Maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't. But if he thinks that, then he should have no problem standing on a debate stage with me. It's not a bad line, but this is this is this is a crazy way to choose a president with this whole conversation of competency test. Nikki Haley can get away with it because Trump did confuse Nikki Haley and Nancy Pelosi. He he, he did it, and the whole senior moment uh, uh, comment uh, does hit. I don't think it moves anything in level of polling. That's not my conversation. My conversation is that I will not allow anyone to discuss competency without discussing Joe Biden. He was in Virginia. He was in Virginia, and the speech that he gave was surreal. Surreal. 
It was insane insofar as one could understand it. I put forth to you that it could not be understood by any stretch of the imagination. I'm going to share a piece of it with you right now. You tell me what this is. This is Joe Biden at this event. This is a 10-second clip. 10 seconds. Here you go. That wasn't the clip. I'm sorry. I played the wrong one. See, I was testing you. I want to make sure you're okay. Here you go. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. I'm going to play it again. You tell me what it is the president of the United States, a man who can press the nuclear button, you tell me what he said. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. Uh, This is also the speech in Virginia where he looked at Terry McAuliffe and said, and hello to the real governor of Virginia that said it. Election denier Joe Biden. And cringe Jean-Pierre was like, well, he was just making a joke. (laughs) Is that how I can spin it now? Election denial is a joke? And that's what it was when when Hillary Clinton did it and uh, Stacey Abrams did it? Okay, good good to know. When Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked in the press briefing today about what you just heard from Joe Biden, this is what she said. When you talked to the president afterwards, is he frustrated that he wasn't able to sort of deliver the speech as he intended? I mean, look, look, the president, from my view, and I think some of your colleagues uh, have written about this, it was a fiery speech. It was a deeply, deeply... Um, uh, impactful speech. Uh, you heard how the crowd reacted to the speech. Uh, it was a speech that I think landed in a way that talked about how this president and his entire administration is going to fight for women. And that is also important. It was fiery. It was fiery. Do we need to hear it again? We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable <laughs> lesson. Don't mess with the men in America unless you want to get the benefit. That's not fiery. That is a guy trailing off and falling to sleep in his mashed potatoes. It is what it is. You want to be angry with me? Fine. Be angry with me. What does that change? How dare you? That's ageist. Hold on a second. My name is Tony Katz. You bet your butt I'm an ageist. You better believe it. My father is 86. 86 years old. God bless him. I wouldn't let that man run the country. And he is a thousand times better than Joe Biden. It's my own father. Of course not. There comes a moment where it simply cannot be done anymore. There is reality. 
we have uh, in, in, oh, a strange thing in, 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 in America. We all talk about how incredible it is that we can live uh, to be older and the, and, the, and the medical situation this and, and, and we can extend our lives and people are like, well, life expectancy is down. If you were to take away deaths during COVID, you wouldn't necessarily find the same number as you do. And so the life expectancy, I believe, over the next couple of years will go back up. I believe that number is, is, is a bit artificial when we've seen it go down. But no one ever discusses the fact that the problem with continuing to live is that you actually have to do it. And the physical ramifications, the mental ramifications, financial ramifications, nobody wants to have the hard conversation. This stuff is rough. And uh, one of the things that Gen X has dealt with, uh, which, which would have collapsed millennials and Gen Z, it, it, it would have. Watching your parents get to this place because they never watched their parents get to this place because their parents would have died. I mean, it's just, I don't want it for them, but you want life to be healthy and robust and strong and, and all these things. Joe Biden is neither healthy nor robust nor strong. He's not. You, you, you show me how he's got all that pep and he's running to the stage and to the microphone and then he naps and then he's not seen for days at a time and he's not working here and he's not doing this. It is clear that he is not up to the task, that this at this stage is just abusive what we're watching. That wasn't a fiery speech. That was a guy who didn't have it all together and cannot put together his words. He has an idea of what he wants to do, but he doesn't complete the sentence. He doesn't finish the subject. He can't. And why is that such a bad thing? It's not. I want to say for the record, allow me to be on record. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing that he has reached an age where he isn't able to fully articulate in a way that is uh, that it has clarity a sentence. But if you were to talk to him one-on-one, -on -one, you could get the gist of what he's saying and maybe he wouldn't talk so fast. Maybe, like, hey, repeat that. Hey, slow down, Grandpa. All those kinds of things. There is so nothing wrong with it. He doesn't walk with a walker. He doesn't walk with a cane. I can show respect for those things. The issue here is that he's president. And how dare America not have a standard on this? Yes, I'm an ageist. And if the octogenarian set doesn't like it, I don't care. I didn't say that we should now live in a world of soil and green. I'm not saying that you have no usefulness. One day I will be 86, oh please, in better mental and physical health than Joe Biden. I'm trying. I've been doing my stretches. So far, so good. I'm saying that maybe I won't have it to be president. And that's okay. Why can't we say that that's okay? Do I think Donald Trump is slipping? I think Donald Trump has made some slip-ups. I do. When you, you confuse uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi for Nikki Haley, or, or, or vice versa, uh, depending on how you want to say it, uh, I, think, I think you're doing yourself a, a, a disservice. I think it hurts. 
I think he's done this on a couple of occasions. There's no doubt that he has. But if you think that somehow these two are on the same plane of not being uh, 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 in, in, in control of their own faculties, well, you'd be ridiculous. You'd be ridiculous. It would be acceptable to say that I've seen these things in, in, in Donald Trump. To say that it's equivalent to where Joe Biden is and what we've seen from him over the last three and a half years, th- this, is, this is not a serious, this is beyond unserious. That's nutty. And those people are nuts. So while we can have the conversation, I don't mind having the conversation, I'm not letting any of these MSNBC, CNN, uh, uh, national media uh, narratives uh, pushers tell me that Trump's not up to the task when they won't talk about Joe. But they'll be talking more and more about it because they're going to need a reason to replace him at the convention which we should be clear, is going to happen. Write it down. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today.